Hello, hello. Welcome to the Chronicles of Beer. It's me again. It's Adam, um, the only one of the three who seemingly has a working microphone. So I'm I'm still left to do the introductions for now. Um, hopefully Liam and Simon will jump on these very very soon. Uh, hope everyone's had a good fortnight. Apologies, and I will raise my hands that we are a day late for our loyal fans out there. Yes, apologies, but I was um I was royally. Really pissed yesterday um, with the Siren Craft Brew 8th birthday, um, so there was no way I was getting near a laptop to do some podcast editing yesterday, I'm afraid, but uh, what a great day that was, drinking a load of Siren beer, celebrating eight years of that brewery, eight years, can you believe it? Um, this week's episode, or this fortnight's episode, whatever you want to call it, uh, we look at the letter W, and there were so many breweries, so many breweries that we could have picked as a group, um, and as you listen, you'll see that we end up picking some of the same, some different. I made everyone very jealous with that brand new Vesmala beer that I brought to the table without telling anyone, uh, so yeah, it's a fantastic episode, and it's an absolute monster, an hour and a half, so you might want to amount of consume it in small bites we drink five beers each um gets a little bit leery towards the end as you'd expect after drinking five beers certainly uh including i think i had an eight and a half percent i think liam had similar as did simon so yeah got a bit leery um but enjoy this episode of the chronicles of beer as always follow us on twitter i'm on adam graver um bearded beer reviews on twitter and instagram and then simon sloth to follow simon enjoy this episode of the chronicles of beer letter w Chronicles of Beer episode four, three, four, e- four, yeah, four. Cool. Four. Chronicles of Beer episode four, gents. We made it. How are we? <laughs> Good. Wonderful. Yeah. Good. If, if there's anything that's worse than ending a podcast, it's starting a podcast, isn't it? When you haven't noticed how awkward it is. I know. I know. Um, cool. Well, we have got an absolute bumper episode today. Um, I have to admit, we were chatting off air last week about the letter W. I think we riffed in, in a couple of minutes about 15 breweries we could have chosen. So I'm, I'm really excited for our wild cards. Wildcard beers. Now we're going to have to caveat this. We are going to be drinking beer from Wildcard Brewery today, um, and we've obviously got. I think we've gone for a couple of wildcards each. We're drinking five beers tonight, which is great. So there's going to be a bit of slurring towards the end, I am sure. But um, yeah, Liam, how's, how's your week been? How's your fortnight been? All right, mate. Yeah, I mean, just not really much else to do at the moment. Just at home drinking when it gets to an appropriate time in the afternoon. Whether it's a Monday, whether it's a Friday, so that's pretty much my last two weeks. I, I was, I said to you earlier, I was, uh, I was recording a coffee podcast this morning, and so I was wired by about twelve o'clock. I had to have a beer to come. My body has been so confused all day with like the amount of coffee and beer I've put in me, but uh, I'm, I'm ready for this one. Um, Simon, good fortnight. Yep, all good. Um, yeah, my birthday fell in the last fortnight, as I think did yours, maybe. So, yeah, yeah um, enjoyed a few special sort of beers for my birthday finally got around to having the vocation banoffee pie stout that i've been saving up and think i mentioned yeah. on the earlier episodes that was good um and then yeah just generally trying out new stuff as always had a couple of events last weekend for st patrick's day um so they were good fun trying out some new irish beers so yeah a bit of everything right? Good. Well, without further ado, we better crack on with beer number one because we've got a lot to fit in. In well, I don't know how long this is going to take, so um, we'll, we'll just we'll get going with no agenda. Really, we're recording on a Friday phone, so we don't have to be up tomorrow. Um, and we are kicking off with supposedly, supposedly, 
And if you're expecting Worthington's apologies, guys, we had to uh, we had to dismiss it late last week as we realised none of oh. us like the beer, so we weren't putting ourselves through that <laughs> that kind of trauma. Um, so we are starting with supposedly the world's oldest brewery in Bayern. Stefana uh, is how YouTube has oh. told me to say it. Um, I think it's actually the first time I'm having this beer. Strangely, um, I, th- I think I've seen it on shelves. I think I've passed it several times. Um, but from memory, I've not drank this. So, um, cheers, guys! Yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers. this extremely pungent wheat beer. It's like it hits you straight away, doesn't it? It's mad. Like it's yeah, it's like Erdinger on steroids. That gets a little bit. Yeah, I've still got my bottle of Erdinger there from a couple of weeks ago because I'm a dirty bastard and I've done tidy my spare room, as you can tell. But yeah, it's a completely different beer. It 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 really is. It's got. Um, I mean, it's. It's like a going off banana, you know, at that stage yeah, where, yeah, I, yeah. where I love a banana when you make banana bread out of it. Oh, it's, not, it's not fresh banana. It's <laughs> it's pungent. It's lovely and sweet and sugary and it almost like sticks to you, like sticks to your teeth. It's like mm. it's so thick and it, it is. It does coat the mouth. It is. I've never, I've never had this before either, and it's actually actually quite enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, 10.40 they claim to have started just brewing beer. Um, I, I doubt this particular beer is the same recipe um, <laughs> from 10.40. Pretty impressive. If, if it is, absolutely hats off to them, but I imagine they weren't using hops then and then they are now. But um, yeah, Simon, tech us away. Well, I'm sure you've got some facts and facts about the old, the, the very old Bayern Stefana. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, obviously the oldest brewery in the world. I think there's quite a lot of debate about this. So I'm not going to say it for 100% sure there is, but they obviously claim to be uh, coming up to their thousandth birthday, as you say, in a few years. Happy birthday. Mad. Um, what, are we doing? Yeah, they, what are we doing for it, folks? Hopefully we'll be allowed to travel. I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be brewing a green beer, let's face it, for their uh, <laughs> birthday, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, carry on. Um, yeah, I mean, they obviously say in all these natural disasters that the brewery has gone through in this thousand-year history. Apparently it's, it's been burned down on three separate occasions and they've had to rebuild the brewery each time. Uh, they've had plague and famine affecting the brewery in like the Middle Jesus. Ages. So it, it is all a bit um, outlandish, but their website is worth a read for that. And then, I mean, bringing it up to date, they've actually claiming that they've actually got one of the most modern state-of-the-art brew houses in the world. So if you go there now, it's actually, you know, up there with all the craft breweries that we talk about, which is not sort of what you expect. So have a look and on Google and stuff and have a look. it's all stainless steel containers now and um, state-of-the-art research and development so yeah it's an interesting history for sure um, but yeah one that like like you guys I've never had it before I mean tasting notes we've covered off banana but also clove and bubble gum are mentioned um, which I'm not sure bubble gum is probably what they were going for <laughs> in 1040 but, um, but I guess like that. yeah I see where it's coming from um, but definitely the banana dominates for me as well um, I, I'll always use the word hands. I don't care about political correctness. We're going to go with hands as one of the brewers. I can imagine him just there blowing, <laughs> blowing, a, blowing a strawberry hubba bubba, thinking, "I want to 
turn that into a beer yeah. in 10-4. What I like is I, I did have a quick look and I did my first bit of research in four weeks or eight weeks. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think it was 10-40 is when they claim, but there isn't there isn't a record for about 600 years after that. Like, <laughs> that, that is a pretty... Surely you just go... Uh, 12 let's go for 1240 shall we it might be a bit yeah, more believable but no, uh, no, 1040 <laughs> oh, um, but it's yeah we're, we're what are we now four episodes into this germany is going to keep cropping up and cropping up every letter that we do isn't yeah. it and we're in the heart of in bavaria here it's the yeah, whole yeah. this kind of beer i'd expect it to be good like i, I, mm. I, I would what they do i'd have been shocked if i poured this and i wasn't impressed um and it's we said it with Erdinger last week, yeah, but we, we, the, the, some of the beers that we'll drink tonight probably from the modern craft that are going to be great. Um, but this stuff is just fantastic. It doesn't matter whether it's whether it is a thousand years old or four hundred or even a hundred. The fact yeah. that brewing this consistently at this level, it's yeah. it's just great. Mm. I think to start with as well. It's quite just nice sipper for a Friday evening. Um, and it makes a change from the macro lager, not to start on the macro oh, lager for a change. We've, we've not got one tonight. Um, <laughs> Thank well, Christ we got one. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I know. I'm, uh, we, we nearly went for, for Worthington's, didn't we? And, and to be fair, the macro, that uh, is it macro? Probably because it's in supermarkets. You would have gone for a Barsteiner, which is, uh, for me, not a bad one as far as it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we don't need another six sixty mil bottle of Good, good. Um, what 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 should we do then in terms of order? We'll obviously keep drinking this. So we've got, like we said, for anyone listening, we've got um fine staff there for vice beer to, to kick things off. We've got uh less mallet double as as one that we're gonna drink together, maybe not as famous as the triple, but certainly more accessible and easily to, to get <laughs> hold of. Um no expense spared on the Chronicles of Beer. Um <laughs> you guys have managed to get hold of what I would deem as probably the best supermarket beer, but beginning with W, which is a wildcard brewery beer. Um I have to talk about the brand new Vasmala beer because it made me very, very excited when I saw this on Twitter uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I'm going to drop into that, and then we've obviously got two random. So should we, should we put, should we go this wild card? Oh God, <laughs> this is really difficult. This a random beer, then the wild card Westmaller chat. Then yeah. we'll go for the other wild card. Then we'll finish on the double. I think that's yeah. it. Yes. Sounds good. Yep. And then we'll spin the wheel and get X. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll spin it again and find out what we're actually doing. It's it's absolutely <laughs> determined to uh to have me on that. Um but as before we go on to that and we'll we'll get on to um our first uh what what's another word for wildcard? Jesus, I'm gonna have to first uh, random choice beer. Right. Let's go random. Um drank anything good this week, Liam? For all the last fortnight? You know, I think I delivered pretty poorly when I when you asked me this two weeks ago, and I sort of hadn't really drank much. I know you, you you've since gone away and set up a bottle shop. Is like online is practically <laughs> what you've done. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much my last two weeks has been trying loads of fairly unknown breweries across the country. So um, I've had well, not some fairly unknown. Some probably would know Green Duck. Adam, I'm sure you've heard of Green Duck. Uh, Simon bastards. Well. Set of bastards they are. They've hijacked my World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I've heard of them is because of the World Cup. Um, but yeah, I've literally I've just been subbing loads of Donkey Stone Brewing. Um, we've got Bianca Road from London. 
Uh, quite a few from London actually are quite keen, um, obviously, because I think they're quite keen to get in the northern market, which obviously they probably just don't have a lot of at the moment. So I was very jealous of the Bianca Road set that you sent you sent a picture in the WhatsApp. I mean, awesome. Just, just the box it came in was incredible. Like I mean, I know it's just a, like a little ad hoc thing, but that really makes a difference to your order. Like it just like you it turns up like that, you open it up. Yes, it was only six beers. Obviously, they were free, so I'm not really complaining. But like it was, it makes such a difference. And and testament to them, the beers are actually really nice as well. So yeah, I mean, so that's pretty much been me for the last two weeks. Yeah, the Anchor Road. I did. I found mentioned it, but I have been to the tap room there on the Bermondsey Beer Mile, but. Compared to a lot of their neighbours, you don't see them around very often. You don't hear much on beer, Twitter and beer Instagram about them. Mm. I don't know if that's a deliberate ploy. They're quite happy being quite small, but their tap room was nice. All the beers I've had from them have been good. So, yeah, yeah, maybe one that's just sort of simmering under the surface and might break through in 2021. Who knows? Yeah, no, I think I've got a lot of confidence in that, to be honest. I mean, if their their beers are, I'd say a couple of their beers were actually very, very nice. That would stand up, stand their own, hold their own against a lot of other sort of what we say Champions League beers. Um, yes. So I'm sort of very excited for them. I'm very excited to see what they got. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you've um, obviously mentioned Banoffee Pie as a standout, Simon, but any, anything else that sticks with you? Please don't say that white had green beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's not on my list of the top three, but I definitely Good. think I preferred it to you guys. Um, but maybe we'll come on to that separately. Um, the other two I've got written down. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, a couple of events last week. So one of those was Cyberfest with Beer 52. Again, they put on a St. Patrick's Day special. Um, the one that I've noted down was Boundary Brewing, um, their Imperial Stout Gift. That was, I was up there. And then another brewery, not sure if I've mentioned them before, possibly on the podcast, but Squawk Brewing from Manchester. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Manchester, as I had mentioned before, obviously is quite congested now with craft brewers but I've had quite a bit of squawk recently they come into my local bottle shop and they've impressed me actually given again maybe they're quieter than some of their uh, adversaries uh, in Manchester Cloudwater and um, obviously Pomona Island and Track and loads of those sort of breweries there um, but squawk sort of flying under the radar brewing quite big beers like lots of dippers and imperial stouts and stuff and um, yeah so they're the ones for me, both 4.5 on untapped for those two. Um, but the Bonoffi nice. Pie was still my number one. Um, I gave it 4.75. It was close to a five. But I, as anyone knows, I still haven't actually given a five to a beer on untapped. Um, and I'm waiting for a, like some special eureka moment to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably once we're actually allowed to go and meet people again. I couldn't really give, justify giving a five drinking to myself in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was a cracking beer, is, is is that the real reason you didn't want Worthingtons? Because you knew you'd have to then put oh. a star on it. That would have been it. Um, I, I've I've as always drank a lot of beer in the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm, I'm, I won't touch on too many. A couple of standouts for me. Um, I'm just going back. When was two weeks ago? We're recording this on the 26th of March. Um, should have come prepared for this because <laughs> uh, my untapped. So, all right. So, I'm going to go. Neon Raptor Vanilla Ice was the nice. best sour I've drank in 2021. It was orange. It was apricot. It was tart. It was 
beautiful. Um, so hats off to Neon Raptor for that. Um, I'm going to go with Flowers, Queer Brewing Project there. Whit Beer is about as good as it gets. I, I mentioned it when we were talking the other week um, as part of their core range, but absolute shout out to them. And two others, I said top three, but it's actually a top four just because they're back-to-back on untapped. Uh, Crystallography, the Imperial IPA from Cloudwater is ace. It is so nice. Um, And they need to rebrew that over and over again. And then Bumpy Road, Thornbridge Beak Dipper collab, um, which I've seen a lot on beer Twitter, people loving it. It came into Thornbridge Beer Club box. Uh, I think I've still even got the can there, as if I'd prepped it. There's Flowers by Queer Brewing Project. Um, (laughs) But it is just, that is exceptional. If, If you are... I mean, Beak, Beak in a year's time are going to be the UK's best brewery. They're going to be winning awards, I find. So it's yeah. a collab with Thornbridge Absolutely. so early. Um, yeah, it's 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 great. And yeah, everything else has been pretty pretty standard 10% stout for me. So nothing too radical. Nothing out of the ordinary. We, we've been, obviously, I don't know if you have, Simon, but I know Liam definitely has going through the Cloudwater Pale recipe evolution, which is quite interesting. Um, I've only had one and two now, but you've had all four, so I'm, I'm going to probably get into them tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a cool idea, actually, to put it out to the yeah. people, and uh, especially when it's a beer that I I would say that is the um, like the blueprint. for. It. If you're going to make a pale ale, it's got to be yeah. at least as good as that. If it's not, there's no yeah. point in brewing it. That is like the blueprint for a pale ale in Britain. Um, yeah. And the fact that they're changing it. It is an interesting concept. Like, like I said, their cloud water pale was like one of the, like, it's one of the staples. It's one of the classics. Like, it's just up there with yeah. one of the best pails you can get. Yeah. And then, like I said, it's such a cool idea because, like I said, I was drinking them with two others earlier and I, we all had different things of what was the best of one out of the four. And I think that's what the point is. They want to create a conversation. They want to create some sort of this difference that, oh, why is that one different? It makes you talk about it, like saying, oh, what hops do you think are in that? And why is it brewed differently? And You, you can imagine, and I imagine they would have always wanted to have done something like this in their tap room, but go in and knowing, right, same beer, four different, what you would get a third of each and you would chat about it around the, around the yeah. table in the tap room and it'd just be great. But that beer, we'll talk about cloud water when we get to see, obviously, and that's not the way for it, but um, for 3.7%, what they get out of that pale ale. That's insane, isn't it? Just, it's incredible. It is. It really yeah. is. Um, I'm conscious we've been recording for 20 minutes already and we're only on one beer and we've got five to get through. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's time to pour pour our first random choice beer, uh, probably the lowest ABV that you've brought to the table. I'm, I'm really interested to see what everyone's brought because yeah. um, I'm, I'm not going to do a ton of random shout outs to random brewery sex we'll be here for two hours with the letter <laughs> I, I think um, so uh, who kicked off so I kicked off last time so who kicked off on week one is it back to you Liam it might as well be yeah I'll go first why not God, what have you brought then for your first one so let's say you go for our, my lowest ABV my lowest one out of the two is a six and a half percent I'll just kick off with that uh, regrettably I'll kick off with that um, I've gone with Wiper and True um, not a beer that I haven't had a brewery I haven't had as much as I'd probably like to they did a collab with Daya with their Mixed Fermentation India IPA um, it's like I said I haven't had Wiper and True for a while I'm just I'm just interested to see what it's like so I'll crack it open I'll let you know in a few minutes <laughs> well, I, I was that was my second one so um, <laughs> I, might, I might go and grab it and we'll drink it together and we'll, we'll see what it's like yeah so. I'm, I'm gonna yeah i'll hold off my other one then and you you talk well 
I'm, for, for the sake of podcast editing, Adam is about to leave the room and go downstairs. Simon and, <laughs> are gonna go and Simon's going to tell us about his whilst I go and grab that. I've, ha- I've actually got three beers in front of me and they've nice. got three positions to fill. So I'm getting a bit nervous about which ones to choose. So <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with the lowest. APV. Um, so mine's actually not the name of the brewery, even though obviously there were plenty of W breweries out there. I've actually yeah. got a beer name. Um, and I think it is a new brewery for me. Um, so it's Pastor. Okay. Pastor Brewing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too far from me, actually, in just up near Cambridge Way. Um, and the beer is called Wild Water Beach Vice Beer. Um, so triple <laughs> which is why, why it won my vote, because it's got three W's in the name. Um, yeah, <laughs> intrigued. It sounds interesting. It's not my usual style of beer, mixed fermentation. I'm, you know, I don't normally go down that route, but I'm willing to give it a go. Um, only 3.5%, I think. So, yeah, like we were just talking about cloud water. It'd be interesting to see how much flavour they can get in that, oh. that percentage. Um, so I'm, you've had this, have you, Adam? I'm jealous. I absolutely love that beer. Um, <laughs> Liam will remember a couple of weeks ago we did a tap tasting and we finished on I think I even mentioned it last week the Seven Islands Sereki I know you weren't on it we did this we've done this already that beer I thought so I went from a 14% stout onto that three and a half percent just to absolutely cleanse the palate and it's so sharp it is so sour it just cuts right through Um, and it's a great beer Pastor are a fantastic brewery um, so yeah, there we go. Not not, not that wild card. So me and Liam are drinking the same beer. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take actually for us to choose the same wild card. Uh, well, yeah. uh, on on the week where we said we could have chosen about twenty different breweries. <laughs> we <laughs> <have> drink- <laughs> Christ, you know I had I, I I had wild weather's cucumber sour in my fridge, and I, I kind of decided not to go for it because I thought, oh, no one's going to have this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so this this is this is interesting. We'll, we'll let Simon do his, but this is this is mixed firm as well. So it's a mixed firm India pale ale. So we're, weirdly, yeah. again, we're drinking mixed firm beers um, <laughs> as a group. You know, this is Citrus Simcoe Motueka. I can't stand Motueka normally, to be honest. But then it's got Thayer's House Yeast and then Britannomyces D, uh, which we're going to see a hell of a lot more of in the next couple of years with extra yeah. pale and then Munich. So you've got a really strong Pilsner malt, um, as well as extra pale malt with a ton of yeast, a ton of hops, and <laughs> it just tastes I like mean, an IPA. Uh, it tastes like a great yeah. IPA. Like, it's... Yes. It doesn't taste mixed firm. Like, I'm, I'm not getting more yeasty no. esters and, and stuff that, than I normally would, to be honest, but... It's just a very easy-going drink. Like, it's... I mean, it's got IBU of eighteen. Like, there's no bitterness at all in this beer. It is so. And you sweet. get that. And you get that. So, I quite like it. It's quite like it's for six and a half percent. It's incredibly drinkable. Like, you don't get like that strength at all, which I think is great for what I sort of like in a beer. So, happily drink that. Mm. Oh, it said you should have let it age. I should have let it stop for a bit. But... Oh well. Mm. oh well how's the 3.5 sour yeah really really delicious actually it's like it, when it poured i thought it's more like a cider but um, yeah it's clear isn't it like it's really strange <laughs> it? it's amazing how much effort goes into making like, these beers just really one size taking eight months to mature this one um and it, this has got brett 
Klausinai, I think it's called, the strain of yeast in this one. So another different um, one to the one you mentioned. So yeah, um, again, I'm, I'm impressed. Like all, I'm learning a lot from this podcast already, like a lot of styles of beer that I wouldn't normally have gone for before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'll keep an eye out for Pastor, definitely. Uh, they're great and they do different fruit versions of, of that beer as well. And it's just everyone hits the spot on the bottle i love the bottle drinking out of a bottle is so much better when it's a sour like it should be yeah. it needs to be conditioned for a little bit longer unlike staggeringly <laughs> we're not going there again um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> I, I know i do notice uh, staggeringly have bounced back with um three straight up ipas is what they've got him just like let's just get back to brewing lads um and middle of the road ipas let's just get some safe ones out <laughs> yeah exactly um Untap them. Ah, oh, here we go. It's what everyone looks forward to. What uh, what Imperial Stouts are on the list today? It's got to be Wylam. Wylam have to be up there. Yeah, so I went, I've got a list of three actually this week, better than the shit show that I produced last week, which was, I think, barely one. So um, we got one from the US, uh, which was the top one from a brewery called Weldworks Brewing Co. Don't know if you've heard of them, Adam. Um, but... Absolutely no surprise there that their top-rated beer was a 15.6 Imperial Stout. (laughs) (laughs) Had a rating of 4.8, so that tells you all you need to know about that, really. Yeah. Yeah, number two, like you said, is Wylam. Yeah. Uh, Their Tales of Majestic Puck. Their 11% 11 I've had that one, yeah. I had that in in their tap room uh, on on keg. It was unreal. Unreal. And then number three is another UK one is from Wanda Beyond. Mm-hmm. And they've got Storm in a Teacup, which is, as shockingly, again, is a 15% Imperial Stout. <laughs> yeah, I always... Yeah. I, so I <laughs> I can never see Wanda Beyond on Twitter. or So I can't remember who did it, but someone put out a post on Twitter. It must have been about two months ago. It was change, change one letter in a brewery to create the funniest thing. And I cannot get Wanker Beyond out of my head like ever again. Like, like I just thought, yeah, Wanker Beyond. And that is how I see Wanker Beyond forever now. Uh, but yeah. Cool little brewery. I can't remember what, which one I did. I did actually a really funny one. Um, not, did not. It was, it was fucking good. Uh, I'll have to think about what it was, but... Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, good set of breweries. Wylam, I think it'd be a miss, of which I'm sure... I say I'm sure what at least one of us has a Wyland beer because I'm staring at one. Um, <laughs> I'd be very shocked if Wyland didn't didn't come up tonight. And shout out to Jimmy once again from the Crooked Tap, our biggest fan, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll um, <laughs> mentioning for for me, it's still there as beer of the year contender. You got down to the future this this year. It's it's a beer that I still dream about. I've, I'm still I'm still thinking about it. It's was just stunning. It hit every spot. I can't quite believe it was an IPA, not a double IPA. It was just, oh, they're too good. Have you been to the Wild and Tap Room? No, I've not been, unfortunately. Oh, I had the pleasure. No, it looks spectacular from the outside. Best, best place on earth. It's yeah. just, yeah. I've, I, so I saw, it's my favourite band of all time, a band called the Gaslight Anthem. You might not have heard of them, but um, 
So Brian Fallon, the lead singer, did an acoustic gig at Wylam Tap Room um, a couple of years ago. So they, they do gigs. They've got like a concert venue. So you think you're at a gig and I'm drinking 12% chocolate orange stout, like watching my favourite artist in the world. And I'm just it's, so, it's so dying. happy. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. And like they've got a lovely, like huge veranda. And it's, I, I tend to only go to Newcastle when it's when it's sunny because it's too cold in, in the winter. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And when you're just sat outside, even with their like, Hickey the rape that's just come back out, um, yeah. or, or just a jakehead like a pint of 6.8 percent jakehead. You're just happy, just very, yeah. very happy drinking wild and beer. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not surprised they're there at all. Um, how, how are the wildcard beers going down and the random choice beers going down? That's really easy, actually. I really like this one from Wiper and True and It's really nice. Like you said, it's nothing like it's nothing like ground, it's, groundbreaking, it's just it's a very easy bed to drink. It's not their it's not their first collab either this year, is it? The Hoppy Porter they did together. Um, yeah. So yeah. they're, they're clearly going to work. I'm I'm fine for them to start working together on a regular basis. Absolutely. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You're definitely seeing like breweries stepping out of their comfort zone. I think a bit more maybe this year with lockdown carrying on and things like that. Like you mentioned, Adam, about the Neon Raptor sour you had that really impressed you. Like I would never associate Neon Raptor with sours. Like Mm. They'd be straight up IPAs, and the same with Zeta. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know they're making some of the best IPAs in the country. And now, like you say, Porters, Exfirm, they're obviously, yeah. for a long time, those two breweries were literally making the same beer and just in different guises. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted to diversify, which yeah. is good to see. Uh, yeah, Neon, Neon Raps is an interesting one. So I was on a I was on a turn, Turning Point's birthday last night, and um, so they're doing a collab with Neon Raptor coming up on the New Frontiers. So uh, nice. uh, Neon Raptor were on and chatting exactly about that. They were saying we are we are known for our use of hops, like that is what we are known for because we're bloody good at it. Yeah. Um, and so they just want to start pushing boundaries. I remember I went to Neon Raptor. Uh, last summer, when when we were allowed out, I went mad and I went to as many breweries as I could. Um, <laughs> and on on the on the tap list when we got there, there was. There was only two two beers below six percent. The rest were all like massive. It's a it's a great little place down there. Liquid Light again. Shout out to Liquid Light. They're just about to open their new place down, which is a two minute walk from the Unraptor. So that's going to be a great little uh, part of Nottingham to go and visit. Um, as well as Derby Bacon, which has been announced with Neon Raptor. Um, what yeah. a beer festival that's going to be. Yeah. Um, Pentridge are there. You've got staggeringly good are there. God knows what they're going to bring. <laughs> they're just they're just there for the pyrotechnics. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone brings clean clothes. To that. <laughs> uh, I, I found myself sticking up for them last night quite a bit. But um, anyway, yeah, Turning Points New Frontiers looks ace. So they're they're collabing with Neon Raptor, Don Zoko. Reese last night was hilarious. Like, it, I, oh, I absolutely love Reese at Don Zoko. Um, North Brew Co and Yonder. So I'm interested in what Yonder do with okay. Turning Point. Uh, that'll be a very interesting uh, collab, oh, I think. I collab with Yonder this week. That's a, Siren. Yeah. Oh, was it Siren? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Siren released it today. Um, it was it was quite funny actually on the chat last night because Siren were on the call. Just uh, Matt was on it drinking. He didn't know uh, Jasper from Yonder was coming on. They were like. Oh, we're releasing a beer tomorrow together. We didn't know we were together tonight. <laughs> 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 I, I, I love beer, the beer community. It's great. Um, I'm really conscious we're going to run out of shit to talk about like tonight because I'm, like, I'm already <laughs> grasping two beers in. But yeah. we, we're going to have to go around the world. We're going to have to go around the world. 
on now. With uh, I'm I'm interested to know where you take it, just Simon. Well, I was going to say I hate to tell you this, but it's not going to get any better because there's no official countries um, according to Wales. To begin with W. <laughs> so reluctantly, I've had to go for quite a mainstream country across the border from us. It is Wales this yeah. week. <laughs> Um, so yeah, not apparently not listed as an official country because it's part of the United Kingdom, but we can go with it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, what, what have we got? Well, um, going back in history uh, a little bit to Wales. So like a lot of these countries we visit in this segment, um, there were a lot of home brewers uh, back in the Middle Ages, um, actually renowned for their beer called Braggot. Now, I don't know if anyone's ever had a Braggot before. Um, but it's a beer that's basically a strong ale brewed with honey and spices, such as ginger and cinnamon. Uh, it doesn't sound the most appetising, but um, one to give a go at some point. <laughs> and then Wales was actually hit quite hard by the temperance movement. I think around the same time as Prohibition in America, like Wales, yeah, they went for a few years. They definitely were off the booze. So 1930s, finally... They came back and uh, Flynn Fowl Brewery was the first brewery in the UK to produce and sell beers in cans. There you go. There's a fact for you. Uh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say we hit the 1930s and a <laughs> tiny rebel dropped a sour and <laughs> it all blew up from there. <laughs> um, but I guess the one, the synonymous traditional brand would probably be Brains. Uh, yeah. um, obviously, um, based in Cardiff, founded in 1882 by Samuel Arthur Brain none other um and yeah still own 250 pubs in wales so um famous for the dark and the mild amongst other beers um and then yeah we come up to right up to the modern day where you've got as you mentioned tiny rebel obviously probably the most famous of the welsh craft brewers but more and more popping up wild horse probably the other one that people might have heard of um i'm sure adam will be telling me more um big hand was another one that i noticed um but yeah, I, I actually haven't had any beers from Wild Horse. So tell me about Wild Horse. As if by magic, on my floor, there is a Wild Horse can because there's a can from every brewery in this room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wild Horse are making some phenomenal beers, I have to say, and it ties into the to the event of the event, the podcast, because it's W. Um, yeah. They, the, I, I only came across this beer, um, which is a really cool beer called Mr. Mills's Circus. Uh, it's, it's, it's a 1941-based MI5 kind of store. It's a really cool thing. The, the only reason I know it is because um, they brewed it with a coffee roaster who've been on my virtual coffee mornings a few times, and they work really closely with local businesses. And they're, oh, God, why is my outlook going at this time? I need to switch that outlook on. <laughs> <laughs> you can professional. You can go away for the weekend. I do have a day job, people. I do have a day job. I don't just drink. Um, <laughs> now, Wild, Wild Horse are great, and there's some cracking breweries down in Wales now. Tenby are fantastic. Um, a few others. Tiny Rebel, I'm not going to really touch on, because we'll do that when we do tea, I'm sure, in full. Um, but, yeah, interesting part of the world. It's, it's a cask. It's a cask country still. Um, I think they'll get there. I think yeah, Wild, Wild Horse are great. Yeah. Yeah, they've got um, the non-alcoholic base there, which has completely gone out of my head now. Um, not big drop there near me. Um, drop there. Drop there, that's it. Yeah, yeah. they're both miles. So, that's, I mean, it's not the same, but it's good to see a non-alcoholic popping up there, so mixing it up. 
Um, yeah, and, and they're about to launch the, an actual brewery like later on in the year. So they're going to be the first actual non-alcoholic brewery in Wales, second in the UK after Nirvana. Um, so, yeah, yeah, cool times. I think Wilderness, Wilderness are another brewery down there who I'm just going through the, my World Cup through the, the Welsh groups um, who are in it. Uh, but again, you know, the fact that we're talking about, I'm obviously biased to Yorkshire, but we had, I think there was like 25, 20, 24 groups in Yorkshire just on breweries. And there was only five in Wales. And I really did some digging to try and find some breweries in Wales, but there was only 20 that really came to mind. Um, so, yeah, it's probably, you know, we've talked about what what would be the Welsh beer? Is there a beer? Oh, yeah, that, or it's probably even uh, like Kutch nowadays with Tiny Rebel, like that Kutch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, Kutch. I mean, that was a game changer for me back in the day when that came out because that was a real like blurring the lines between craft and yeah, tradition. That's um, Red Ale. Won the Great British Beer Festival Beer of the Year, which was like, yeah, yeah. yeah might have been the first craft brew to win that. So, yeah. cool. On to Wales then. Wales. <laughs> we've just been talking about wales forever I and mean, i don't think polly's was mentioned which are for me the best brewery in wales like <laughs> quite comfortably. Uh, sorry aaron sorry aaron i've totally forgot mate but uh yeah polly's that I, I we, we were saying it down the pub earlier Lee, and like I, I i picked up a polly's this like i was about to say this morning it was 1201 it was it, i promise it was 1201 <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of just pick it up you see ipa you drink it and you're like okay now that was 6.8 percent and it could be yeah. anything from five percent to eight percent in their ipa range and you're like, yeah geez I, I was on nada last night the new dipper that they put out is god what a great beer yeah. i've not had a bad beer from polly's i really haven't um no. And they've just, they've just been, especially this year, they've just been throwing out beers like so quickly. And, it, and But the quality doesn't go. And that's the thing with Polly's. It's like they're throwing out beers every week and it's just the same level. It's just they're always nice. I think, I think they're sat, <clears throat> certainly in 2020, they sat very much in that comfort zone of, of IPAs, mm. double IPAs, sort of yeah. and, and then the quipper that they launched for their birthday. Yeah. Um, but they have started to push boundaries now. The, the, I, I don't, I can't remember if you liked it or not. But I really liked their sour that they put out yeah. a few weeks ago. The, uh, plant sugar. Yeah, the quince one. Um, I liked that. It's really nice. Yeah, I've got kind of the fridge actually tonight for that. Um, yeah, they're starting to push and try to do things. Do there's only so long you can brew an IPA and not get forgotten about. Like you yeah. know, there's too many breweries doing it in the UK. Um, so. Yeah, good Wales, Wales, Wild Horse, Wilderness. There's a few W's involved. involved there we go. There. Um, let's move on then to supermarkets. So supermarket beers. We, we we could do a whole episode itself on what we could pick up from from a supermarket shelf. You guys have managed to pick up uh, two different uh, wildcard brewery beers. Markard Brewery, I think, are, are a great example of how to how to do craft right and how to scale up rather than just sell out. And, yeah. you know, compared to the Magic Rocks and Norths of the world who are just now owned by corporates, Wildcard are doing it on their own steam and are producing some great beers in supermarkets. So I'm going to let you let you open yours and talk about yours. I go and get my uh, my brand new vest, my left and downstairs apologies. But um, oh, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that brilliant release. Oh, so you, you take us away with your Wildcard. Oh, so what have you got? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so, looking forward to this one because this is more what I want to be drinking on a Friday night. Um, <laughs> double, double IPA. Uh, so, this is the Citadel from Wildcard. Um, 
actually very little information on the can so yeah. uh, i can't even tell you what hops are in here just gives you the ingredients which are the standard beer ingredients and 8.2 percent so nice yeah, looking forward to it so i'll see if i can identify the hops uh, without looking it up but <laughs> um, what have you got there uh, i've got so i've got ella uh, from wildcard again the one that was available I see what they do. Wildcard seems to have sort of, they go for sort of different sort of core beer in different supermarkets, which is what I quite, I quite like. Yeah. Um, I've not had Edda in a, quite a long time, actually. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But this one actually does say what hops are in it. Um, yeah. And it's just Sabro and Citra in this one. And I mean, two, two very strong hops. Yeah. And you get that straight away. You get that fruity sort of nose from the, from the sort of, from the Citra. And it's, Hey, what mine? I'm thinking mosaic off the nose actually for my one. Got that. We're gonna have to find out now. Just see if you can actually guess what it is. Yeah, Johnny from Craft Beer Channel would say it's sweaty socks. (laughs) 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 Mosaic is. Um, But yeah, no, smells good. Um, I'll look it up and then I'll dive in. But um, yeah, the other thing about I was going to mention about Wildcard is actually they're in the news this week. I don't know if you saw this about they've linked up with like the local wildlife fund so obviously based in Walthamstow and yeah. they're beers named after birds that are found in the Walthamstow wetlands oh, okay which I thought was a bit different never seen that sort of link up before yeah um, no, that's weird um quite yeah I mean they make for quite good names of um, beers actually <laughs> can't remember yeah. the different types of eagles and hawks and things like that um, yeah yeah so yeah one to watch guys if you're uh Looking for a pack, I think there's a pack of four. I don't know if it's gone live on their website or anything yet, but um, yeah, definitely different. Um, because I frantically search for this bit, <laughs> let's see if Untapped can, yeah, Untapped does uh give me the answer actually. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Mosaic was correct that there are, oh, three, I see, there you go, one out of four. Um, also, <laughs> Sabro, uh, so same as yours, um, along with Idaho 7 and Brew One, so. Nice, nice little lineup of pops on that. So let's yeah. dive in and see. Mm. Oh, have yeah. you have you been to that tap room at all? I haven't. It's yeah. actually one of the first on my list for after yeah. lockdown. Yeah, for me, it's very convenient. Um, I was say it's quite close to you, isn't it? Yeah, about twenty minute train journey for me. Um, so I think okay. there's actually quite a there's quite a scene developing now. I think there's actually a Walthamstow beer mile. Um, oh wow! You've got Wildcard there. Um, I think you've got the new Truman Brewery along there. Signature. Yeah. Signature. Oh shit! Yeah, of course I've got them there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some that I've. There's at least five or six that I've uh, forgotten, but um, yeah. that just tempting us now as we can see the new Westmile beer in his hand. For all those listening who obviously can't yeah. see, and it's actually pointless <laughs> us reacting in this way, he's just held up the perfect glass of. West Mallard triple and it looks absolutely insane <laughs> so Adam go on you know you put us out of our misery please tell us about this well well I've missed all your chat about wildcard and your Tesco beers so apologies that I've, uh, I've, I've, <laughs> I will just point out I, I think wildcard are great I don't know what you said about your beers and how they're drinking um, but I think uh, I think they're ace. I think they're really cool. What, what they're doing and their artwork. Their artwork on cans is great. Like, yeah, phenomenal artwork. Um, you, uh, yeah. I mean, 
when a brewery like this, it's almost like imagine Erdinger tomorrow announce a new beer. Like it, it got me so excited, yeah. and it got the whole of like every single person on beer Twitter. Like as soon as I mean, that is the news we needed in two thousand and twenty-one. Is a brewery like West Mallet, and I, I don't even know if we're saying it right. For God, so we're, we're probably doing them, and we're probably absolutely crucifying it. <laughs> uh, West Mal, West Mallet. I don't know why I feel the need to do with the like it's Belgian. <laughs> yeah, might even, might even be it. The but influence. if a if a brewery like that brings out a new beer, you've got to get excited. Whether it'll taste nice, I don't know, because you're talking. 4.8 percent versus you know the, the the double and the triple which is much stronger um yeah. i mean this uh it looks incredible like, I'll just put everyone in it looks absolutely insane I've, I've been away from the screen for a bit pouring it so it looks good on on screen um, oh. i'm gonna dive in oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's a, it's a painting <laughs> put that beer in a bottle and bottle condition it that well I mean yeah. they only brew this what normally once a year twice a year they normally brew this beer to, to go on on uh, on their taps in, in Germany yeah. um, it's traditionally the beer that they serve uh, with food kind of to, to the monks and it's the 4.8 it's a table beer at 4.8% is you know <laughs> it's a hell of a table beer uh, but it's easy going for Belgium it's light it's mm, Oh, it's just got, it's so subtle, but so it's the carbonation, you can probably see the fizz on it. It is doing everything I wanted this beer to do in a, in a bottle. Um, I don't know about you, Simon, but I'm sort of looking, I'm looking at my wildcard now and just sort of, you know what, it's not even worth it anymore. No disrespect to wildcard, but you know what, I'm just like, not interested. <laughs> I want that. Often you say that about like an eight point no. six IPA, but yeah, I'd rather throw it. I just want that. Right now. I, I think it's kind of imagine uh, there just isn't an equivalent in the UK like beers that are so um, get like held on to by breweries. Like, I'm never going to bottle that. We are never going to put that to commercial yeah. market. This is our beer for our monks in in our area of, of Trappist Belgium and. The yeah. fact that they've made that decision to open this up to the world, I mean, thank you. For, <laughs> because obviously they're listening. Um, <laughs> you have a big tra a Trappist monk audience. <laughs> this, is, this is the episode they've been... We're doing two of your beers, guys. the monastery. Yeah, exactly. They'll all be there on with the with their uh, Bose speaker, I'm sure, blasting it out around, around the monastery. <laughs> the big 4K... Four K sound system, and they'll be like, "Fucking ready!" <laughs> oh. It's 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 one of the best beers I've ever tasted. I've never had this, so it it's, it's one of the best beers I've ever tasted. So, so jealous, <laughs> so jealous. I'm not hiding it very well either, which is the embarrassing thing. I'm just so incredibly jealous. <laughs> it's I, I was I read a I read a really good article when it, when it came out, and beer beer has almost become, and not not just this beer, but a number of beers out there like. Um, like like Pokemon, it's that idea that you have to catch them all, and like if you miss out yeah, on yeah. like this, you're like, oh, why why am I even bothering? Why why, why am I a beer writer yeah. if I'm not drinking this beer and, and if I've missed out? It's, but, um, it's serious FOMO, isn't it? It's just like I need to have every single beer. Yeah, like, I need to have every beer that comes out. I need to try it. Yeah, it's it is just. I mean, you you look at that now. I mean, when I poured it. It's still got such a nice head. It's still got a one finger head on. Yeah, it's still there. Like it's, it's just oh, 
God, man. It's got. Can we, can we move on to something else, please? I'm getting so jealous. Sorry, yeah, sorry. It's got, but it, we, we had to include it. Like it, it was. It, well, I was asking oh. we. I should have told you in advance I was going to have it, but uh, outrageous. I, I had to bring it to the table. Part of me was. I, I looked at the wildcard beer in, in Tesco for three quid. I looked at this for three pounds twenty, and I thought, you know what I mean? I'm going for the three pounds twenty. It's a smart move. <laughs> It was smart move. It was payday yesterday. In fact, that's 20p. <laughs> um, but I think re- really interestingly, I don't know if yeah, I do still have some of the oh god. I mean, it's even just like from the smell is still as punchy as that beer, like the first one. Like it's still got the big banana yeah. estery clovey kind of smell, and then you drink it and it's just fizzy. It's carbonated, it's light, it's yeah, airy, but it's got that slightly creamy texture to it. Oh. Like, you know, yes. Open right now. <laughs> I even, I, I even, I, I, this glass is brand new. I've just unwrapped it. I just had to do oh, it, no, it for, just for, like, purely for the, for the podcast. Glass as well. Throwing it in front of the camera, look at my nice new glass. Yeah, that's my budget go. I, I haven't received any glass one. Oh. <laughs> I, I just had to. I went when when I bought it from Troubling Madness. I was like. Oh, and they just put on the new marshmallow glasses. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I cannot be a legitimate Instagrammer without yeah. comp, like combining these yeah. things. Um, so I, I, I did, I did exactly the same when we got Augustina. Right, I had to buy the Augustina glass. So I saw it sitting next to the bottle. I was like, fuck it, why not? So you have to. You've got. There's no point. I mean, I always drink, and uh, I, I try to match where I can. But uh, do you know what? This wasn't three three pound. It was two pound seventy five. I'm just going to throw it out there. So um, I'm, I'm, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm literally putting ten in my basket right now at Madness Lane. So if you want any, let me know, and I'll, I'll chuck them in. But, you know, you know. I'd put an order for you from Trembling Madness to get half these beers I've got tonight, and I didn't put that one in my basket. Was I thinking? <laughs> I love that if we're going to be berry like if I'm reading it it's so yeah it is, it's the beer that the Trappist monks and the guests drink at lunchtime um, it's their lunchtime beer it's only brewed twice a year using uh, standard stuff top fermented golden bond Trappist Belgian beer that is I mean the, there's a there's a level of um, middle classness isn't there in the UK whereas well, I'm, about to, I'm about to say this is a barbecue beer but I am it is a barbecue beer it's zingy yeah. it's spritzy it's fresh yeah. it, oh, it's great it's it is great yeah. so does that make you want to become a monk now <laughs> imagine getting up in the morning and you know what like- I'd take yeah. it because at least I could get a fucking haircut like <laughs> 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 yeah great great beer and um as as we all drink our t- supermarket beers or not so much um uh, well, we will do some shout outs you know because there are hundreds of breweries no no maybe not hundreds tens of breweries we could have picked tonight but I'm, I'm gonna let you pick one each that you haven't got in front of you ready for your next wild card that you would have either like to have had if, if you'd had the budget or just someone that you want to give a shout out to so we always we always seem to take Liam so I'll let Liam go first <laughs> yeah. so I, I was still looking for a list and what was sort of mentioned I have to mention just because it was St Paddy's Day I have to mention White Hag just because of the outstanding nature of the beer that they brought out of the that shamrock ice cream and it was here we go 
the bright green. It was just I mean, we did we did it, 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 it was very interesting how it went down with everybody. It was just yeah, it was all right. It wasn't great. It wasn't like it was it was just like that sort of middle of the road. It was just a very interesting taste and I was it was just, it was a very strange experience to me, and I, I quite I didn't mind the drink so much, um, but I've sort of liked the sort of beers they're sort of bringing out now. Like at the tap, we sort of they brought out sort of a mint choc chip stout as well, and they brought out a couple of others sort of of that sort of nature. Sort of, I've never heard them before this at all, apart from that saison where we did a couple of months ago, but uh, the Talty. Um, so. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, I, that's that's my shout out. It, it was a bit of a weird shout out. It wasn't overly positive, but that was it for me. I mean, if I'm too over complimentary about the Shamrock Shake, I think Adam's going to the podcast forever. So I agree. I'm just not leaving this Zoom call. I think it wasn't mind blowing, but it, I didn't mind it. But I mean, one one thing. Let's forget about the beers for a second. Um, the guy who runs White Hag, Bob Coggins. Wow, is he a character? Have you guys? Been, seen him at all he is I don't know. literally the stereotypical Irish I was on the venue with them last Friday um, with one of the actors from Father Ted was on there um, <laughs> so, so yeah, random yeah. it was actually such a fun night and Adam if you really need somebody on your podcast if you get Bob Coggins on he will be value for money I'll tell you that because he's just like hysterical as a character obviously you know his beard he's a decent beard as well but um yeah funny funny guy probably like whale uh island's equivalent of reese at don's okay i would say um yeah. fair enough i i just genuinely can't believe like we've just gone from talking about the most significant beer of 2021 and you've just fucking thrown that in like straight away straight from best mallard trappist extra into white hag shamrock pale. <laughs> we are mug. Absolute mug. That's the fun of this podcast. You never know what you're gonna what's gonna happen. You never know what you're gonna get. And, and if and if you look under your desk, you've both got a kind of Worthington's <laughs> 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 Diamond any one shout out you get one on the I'm probably gonna go for something a bit different. I'm gonna go for a traditional English brewer that I've visited in the past. Well, I don't think anyone else is going to bring them up. Uh, Woodford's down in Norfolk. Um, don't see them so much now, but actually, so they've got a pub on site, uh, which I went for Sunday lunch a couple of years ago. Amazing place, like about 10 of their beers on cast behind the bar. All their beers that I've ever had have been pretty solid. Uh, Norfolk Nog is one of my personal favourites. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's important. I always try and consider the more traditional English brewers when we're going through the letters because it is easy these days to get caught up, isn't it, with craft beer all the time. But I think it's important to remember those that have been come before them. Uh, Woodford's back in the 1800s was founded and still going strong today, making yeah. solid beers. Um, so, yeah, I'll give them a shout out. Good. Uh, I'm really struggling to do one, but I am going to stick to the rule. Um We've mentioned, I'm, I'm trying to think who we've already met. We've mentioned Wonder Beyond. We've mentioned White Hag. We've mentioned Wild Horse. I've mentioned Wild Weather. We've done Wild Card, Wild Print, True Wild. Um, it, was, it was a beer that we wanted to drink. So we, we wanted to be drinking Pogo together tonight. So it's hard not to mention Wild yeah. Beer Co. 
um, who I think are absolute pioneers of, of mixed firm beers um, and doing things differently just because they can. And what, one of my best memories of 2020 was sitting at their, what, you know, their tap room down on Bristol waterfront um, and just they, they've just got the perfect tap list because they've got everything from lagers through to nine, ten percent impy sours, and you can your palate can be bastardized yeah. as much as you want, or you can drink some really cool, just like straight up beers. And, and there aren't many breweries down in Bristol that are doing that. You've got great lager brewers with Lost and Grounded. You've got great IPA brewers with 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 Arbor and Left Handed Giant. What Wild do it just straddles it so well. I know they're not from Bristol, but people see them as a Bristol brewery now, yeah. um, and I, I think they're great. I, I've, I think they're. You know, we're talking about Pogo because it's supermarket beer. If you take away the supermarket edge on, yeah. on Wild, they're absolutely great, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the shout out. Um, so, I'm interested to know what Wildcard beer number two is. Who's going to kick off? I well, I know, I know both me and you, Liam, have Wildem, clearly. <laughs> how, how did you know? <laughs> I might, might let Simon go first because I'm hoping you've not got wild. I haven't got wild. No, I did actually. Oh, Christ. I, didn't <laughs> uh, I bought one in preparation. I couldn't resist having it last week. So, um, yeah, I've gone for a, another brewery we have mentioned, but I uh, thought we should honour them. So, Wonder Beyond. Um, cool, so, this cool. is their Captivating Creek, which is a double Berliner vice, nice. apparently. Raspberries and Perry's, 6.4%. We are. We we the, the people who have clicked on this podcast today. If you're listening to this, because yeah. I'm featuring Vess Muller and Vian Staffener, <laughs> we are about to murder your soul by you drinking this because this is like the epi- like the absolute epitome of craft yeah. beer doing some like doing one over the beer industry because I love Wonder Beyond and the way in which they just fuck over all the rules. Uh, I can't wait for you to dive into this. I love um, one of the facts. I remember. I think they were a guest on another podcast and the hops there's always like a hop on the can and the hop is actually the hop which is in the beer which is mad to think hops look different but every hop looks slightly different to each other whenever you see a hop on a can it's actually the hop that's in this particular beer which blows my mind nice. um yeah. i don't actually know what that hop is i mean given it's a berliner vice so i can't see it's going to be anything too uh, outrageous but yeah, let's get. I'll crack that one open. What have you got then, Liz? Uh, so, as Adam mentioned, I've gone for Wylam. Actually, the exact beer that was mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, nice. was Can't Download the Future. Oh, you did not get hold of it. <laughs> did, is, have you got the same one? No, I didn't. So, what I've actually done for obviously people I'm watching, I'm sick of us having a similar beer. So, I actually ran and got something different. So, I'm going to talk about something different in a minute. But uh, I, I, I didn't think you'd manage to get hold of Cut Down on the Future. Yeah. So, I, I went down, popped down to Madness last week, week before last. Uh, they had it on the shelf. So, I thought I picked it up. Another shout out to Jimmy, the lucky bastard. He's got two shout outs already. Um, so, he recommended this, saying it's the best beer he's had this year. Um, and I can absolutely see why. Like at seven and a half percent, it drinks so easily. Oh, I mean, that has gone. That has absolutely just been devoured. Right, Ad, come on. We've, we've moved on from your West Mallow segment. Can we please talk about something else? I'm getting. <laughs> my wild card is another bottle of West No, isn't it? <laughs> it's the same beer. <laughs> so I've actually gone for just for the sake of slight difference. I'm going to have to put it in a Wyland glass because I had Wyland prepped, but. Um, 
so I've not gone for a brewery because there weren't enough to talk about now. Uh, and I, I was tempted to bring this one out anyway. Uh, so it's a beer, and the beer is called uh, Wool. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, I knew if, if you brought you can't download the future, I had to outdo you. So this is <laughs> this is Beak Northern Monks Dipper collab. I can't bastard. I saw oh, this. <laughs> I saw this the other week. I was like, fucking hell. See, this like this for me is making me more jealous than the Westmel because that is my literally my ideal beer, that one. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to have to run downstairs because yeah. I've got my phone there and lift the lunch. If I don't take a phone, it never happened. But um, as I, I want to talk about this. But you need to talk about you can't download the future, though, because I agree. To, up to now, it's still my beer of the year. How is it, yeah. how's, how's it drinking? Like, incredibly easy. Like, for 7.4%, like, you've had beers at that sort of strength, which are just, like, you can taste the booziness of it. And this, it honestly, like, I've drank it. I've drank it half of it already. Like, what hops are we talking? About? Um, so well, hops we talking? We got Citra, uh, Cryo, and Strata, and, and Galaxy. Oh, so some, some big yeah. names. Some big names in there. The best. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I I can absolutely see what what Adam means, what Jimmy means by it. Honestly, is a sensational beer. Is just it goes down so easily and. I easily have a few of those at 7.4 and just not even worrying about it. It's not as if that kind of accolade is coming from non-seasoned beer drinkers. Like Jimmy, Jimmy is a guy who drinks just as much as me. Um, exactly. When when Jimmy says when Jimmy says there's a it's a good beer, you know it's a good beer. He's just a guy. He's just and I could not get it. He mentioned it before, and I thought it's a perfect time to get it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't regret it. Absolutely, one bit is absolutely sensational. Very jealous of both your choices right now. <laughs> <laughs> More so than any point during the series so far. I think. Go on, Ed. How's yours? <laughs> <laughs> the silence says it all, really. <laughs> so, anyone who knows me. Anyone who knows time for a brew, anyone knows Adam Gray on Twitter will probably, have, probably just if, if you're listening, you'll have gone. Well, Adam's not going to like that because it's got sab, it's got Sabro in, and we know you don't like Sabro. Yeah, no, I, don't, I can't stand the fucking hot. Um, <laughs> this is this is Citrus Sabro Eldorado, and already you can probably imagine the flavors I'm getting. I'm getting coconut, I'm getting pineapple, I'm getting mango, I'm getting tropical. I'm getting pissed. Um, there's, there's, <laughs> But that is that is Northern Monk all over. That that's not so much what I've come to associate with a big brew actually, which is really piney and and West Coast. That has I mean, you're looking at like the haze on that thing. Yeah, yeah. it is that's that. That's, that is dank as hell to to talk about. That you one. know what? I was literally about to say that's what people say as that you define that as dank. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it absolutely is. I, I said it for the first time the other day on a podcast. Um, it sounds weird saying that word. I don't like saying it, but holy <laughs> fucking! Honestly, guys, like that is that is in, that is exceptional. I mean, I'd like to think it would be with those two breweries, but you know, we've seen in the past collabs haven't. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll point out we're, we're recording on the twenty sixth of March. This was this was packed on the twentieth of March. You're talking the. Wow, that's as fresh as you can get. That's, that's as fresh as you get. Um, 
Uh, sorry to break that, but I did, I've got to give a shout out this week. Nothing to do with W. Um, good things brewing down in Kent, Tunbridge Wells area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, new beer came out Tuesday lunchtime in my inbox, 20% off. Couldn't refuse, ordered it. Uh, by Wednesday morning, it was with me. Um, canned, wow. canned on Tuesday. So literally arrived on my doorstep <laughs> the next day. Um, had it last night because I was like, I can't wait for the weekend. Two days old. Yeah. Beer. Um, just cracking service. Um, great beer as well. But the service there, like, that's the freshest beer I've had in 2021. Like, yeah. apart from going to a brewery's tap room, you're not going to get any fresher than that. So shout I, out. I, 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 what I love right now is the fact that I've got um, a day away from True Cam. I've got fucking Wild Horse on that I picked from the floor. I've got that Bumpy Road one I picked out from there. I've got Lush from Wyland, which I was going to drink. I've got the West Valley Trapper. I've got West Mall that we're going to drink in a set. All on this table, and it's acceptable because we're recording a podcast. <laughs> like <laughs> we're allowed. <laughs> I've got a pint of water that hasn't been touched. Um, so, um, how's how's the one to be on drinking? It's really good. Like it's this is six point four percent, and it tastes like three point four. Um, this is dangerous stuff. I reckon if you. On a summer's day, get this down, you could easily knock back four or five and then yeah. feel consequences after. But yeah, everything, not maybe the style you first associate one to be on with, like you more normally associate them with really big beers, like we mentioned earlier. But yeah, this is, yes, it's solid. Like I'd probably still swap it out for one of the two that you guys have got because the style is up, more up my street. But you know, this podcast is all about trying new things. So yeah, I would, I would, I would be really interested to know how how much is being spent by the three of us on this episode. Because for fuck's sake, it's not been just we not talk about that. I think. Yeah, I mean, the House of Trembling Madness has done very well out of me. They it's need to sponsor. They need to be sponsoring this podcast. Honestly, how much money I spent with them? I think I get. I think I get shares in them. To be honest, for the last few weeks. <laughs> But again, I mean, while we say it, great service. Like, you know, I'm 200 miles away from you guys and Trembling yeah. Man gets the beer to me within 48 hours every time. Always right on the money, everything. I can't go wrong. How, yeah. how to make a guy jealous who's drinking the beer of the year is literally just pull out Vesmala Extra and then a Northern Monk Beak coat lamb. <laughs> just, I'm just so angry that I just... I fucking love like Belgian beers are my favourite star. So star, it's my favourite star. I love Belgian, but I lived in Brussels for a year. I just got so acquainted with it, and I just okay, I, you, you know what? Okay, I can't I'll get you a bottle. Don't you worry, I'll get you a bottle. I can't. I'm not going to carry on talking because I'm just going to get angry. So let's just move on to the next segment, please. It is mad, like how you know we've all got a great selection of beers in front of us yet we're well me and liam i'll speak for we're still jealous of other people on this call these five beers i've got in front of me to any standard person on the street yeah. They, yeah. What, that is an amazing choice and i'm I, still jealous <laughs> my problem is where we go from like here after like for the rest of friday night i'm gonna have to go bigger <laughs> and it's such a shame that as part of my mad disorder yesterday was the uh, the new brew of my continuous improvement by Cloudwater that I'm I'm gonna have to uh, have yeah. to. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, 
Wait, we can't we can't kick Adam out this meeting, can we, Liam? Is no, it's my meeting. It's my meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, which <laughs> will be preceded by tried already. That, that'll be preceded by the new black treacle stout from Pressure Drop that has just just dropped as well. But yeah, it's fine. We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it. Um, you 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 my screen. You said, you said let's move on to the next segment, but we've been recording for an hour and a quarter and we've done all of our fucking normal segments. So we're going to have to make up, you know, make up something on the spot, which I think I, I think now as as we're coming out of kind of lockdown, um, so to speak, in, into April, I think it's it'd be really good for us to highlight some kind of beer festivals and events that are clearly coming up. Um, I've started seeing a lot pop up on, on my thing and we'll, we'll do this off air. As, as well but kind of maybe highlight one one a fortnight that we think people should be looking at and, and attending and yeah. i've said derby bacon already just because it's one of the first ones that that hit me this week but um th- there's there's so many out there we'll, we'll do a quick overview of what we've seen without doing any research yeah. and we'll maybe pinpoint one one each week i think so derby yeah. bacon's a big one for me uh there's the music one what is it bigfoot big hand bigfoot yeah yeah that's great there yeah, was it meant to be last year? It was going to be the first year? I think it's run by the same people that run the London, Bristol, Edinburgh craft beer festival. So, yeah, I mean, actually, I did buy tickets in the last two weeks since the podcast to Craft Beer London um, or London Craft Beer Festival. I get confused what they were called. Um, but the one that's run by the Bigfoot guys, I actually bought a ticket to um, Tobacco Dock in July just because normally I'd go. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, a bit of a traditionalist. Normally I'd go to GBBF Camera Festival, um, but that's already been cancelled this year. So I thought, well, might as well go to London Craft Beer Festival instead. So, yeah, I'm a bit uh, worried in a way about whether I'll get value for money. So like a way, the way that a lot of these craft beer festivals work, you get slots. So this one's five hours, I think. And then you basically get unlimited beer during those five hours, which is quite a dangerous way of doing it, I think. I, um, yeah, I wouldn't be worried about not getting value for money. Like, uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. It's like probably the first proper craft beer festival I've been to. I've normally stayed to the camera festivals up till now. Um, so, yeah, uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, what else? You guys got anything lined up? Yeah, so I mean, I've been having a look at Bristol Beer Festival. And it looks like it, the lineup is absolutely insane. Like, I'm just looking at it is you've got Arbor, you've got Brew York, you've got uh, New Bristol, you've got Lost and Grounded, you've got North, you've got Salt, Signature, Vocation, and there you go, Wild Ron W, Wild Beer Co, and Wiper and True are both there as well. Yeah. I mean, that just looks like an absolutely sensational lineup. And it's just what I'm very keen to get down to. Yeah, that that that'll be great. We were talking last night in the turning point chat. York Beer Festival looks like it's going ahead, which hasn't been yeah. publicised yet, but it looks like they're gonna go for it. Um, which nice. which would be we would be we'd be delighted to have you up here, Simon, if you want to come and venture to the yes, north. Please. Uh, Absolutely love that. <laughs> please do. Yeah. I mean, I'm well up for that. I was just looking back at London Craft Beer Festival just because I was like, as Liam's just read out a list that are in Bristol. I want to just remind myself who I'm going to see in London. So some of the same ones, but throwing a few other names that are there. Northern Monk are there, North, Pomona Island, Verdon, Wildcard we've had tonight, um, and then a few overseas ones as well. Lervig, uh, Keys from Netherlands, Mikella. 
So nice. literally covering all bases there. So the only issue is going to be how do I get around all these amazing breweries in five hours? <laughs> I was going to say we should, we should do the trilogy and we'll reach out to them to do Edinburgh, Bristol and London because they're all owned by the same people, obviously, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just yeah. got Edinburgh in front of me and the, 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 I suppose the differences are Baskland are there, Malt Garden are there, um, Dark Star with Fine as well. Like fine, I mean, I will sit on Jarl all day and I won't even touch anything else because it's the best gas beer in the world. Um, <laughs> to all like Vault City, like Vault City normally bring 12 keg lines, like even just sat on their sours all day. Seven Islands are there, New Barns are there, uh, the Colonel are there, Pilot are there, Tempest are like, oh, it's okay. phenomenal. Absolutely. What a lineup! Yeah. What a lineup! lineups they get. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> like we're comparing lineups at beer festivals now to music. I, I just can't believe like this has been recorded to go out to the public of the UK. Like it's, I, I know we don't have too many listeners, but this is just fucking <laughs> chatting about beer. Let, let's we we've we've obviously got our, our wildcard beers still on. They're a bit bigger than expected. But let's. Let's not let this run for four hours. Let's pour. Let's pour the double. Let's let's do what we've wanted to drink all night. Come on. I was said podcast shouldn't be over two hours when I uh, criticise the opinions, guys. So if they're listening to this and hear it go over two hours, they are going to be giving me serious shit. <laughs> if, you, if you're still listening, fuck off. Yeah. Um, like get a life. <laughs> I listen back to to my own podcast. So the, the, the other podcast I do, that's something you might listen to. Um, I listened back to that for the first time, like genuinely about six months last night. Um, yeah. and I, I can't, I can't, I listened back to it and I went, this is actually quite good. And I, I, I genuinely think like, <laughs> when, when, when I listened back to the first one we did of this, I've not listened to any since. Um, like obviously I have to because I do the editing but like when it's when it's live and on Spotify and I probably should listen to it just to get the extra listener but um, <laughs> I, I, I would listen to this like it's I, I think it's accessible enough and tell us if it's not that we're not we're not talking too in depth but there's so many breweries that we recommend that you should be going and check yeah. out if, you, if you're into yeah. beer and if, if, if you're discovering us for the first time with this episode, we're not yeah. normally chatting for this long. We normally drink three beers. Um, yeah. And and they're certainly not as good as what we've drank so far, to be honest, tonight. Uh, tonight has been an exception to the rule. But we, we were excited as soon as W came out to do it. Oh, yeah. this, is, this is a very different episode. But I like it. I think it's a good podcast, I think, actually. I, I think what you mean, like, it's, like you said, it's, a, it's quite a, it's an accessible podcast, like, we're drinking a lot of macro beers. We're drinking a lot of pe- supermarket beers. Where I've got a couple of I've got a couple of mates back home who they're not craft beer drinkers by any stretch of the imagination, but they've had a, I've told them to listen to it. They've had to listen to it, and they've actually found they've actually enjoyed listening to it. Like they've been at work and they've been having it on, and it's and it's just that sort of thing. It's not like we're not going te- we're not going technical by any stretch of the imagination. That's not what this is about. We're just we've got three guys beer that anyone can buy. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, carrying on from that, yeah, the basic standard is we've got three beers that each episode that you can pick up on the supermarket shelf, like, without any problems. Yeah. So and, and that's the point anyone, of it. If anyone's listening and then they're inspired to go and try these new beers, like, last yeah. episode we had Erding and we had Elvis Juice, you know, maybe. Yeah. I'd like to think some people have gone out and found those beers, never tried them before, and then compared their tasting notes to what we had, so... Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Tonight is an absolute anomaly in that we've pulled out some right beers from our asses tonight. 
<laughs> Christ, it's to show off. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back to normal next week when they give us F and we're stuck with. <laughs> we'll, we'll see where we're going. So, uh, best man, you know, we, we, I've talked about it with with my extra. I can t- keep talking about it if you want, but uh, I'll, I'll probably leave that new beer uh, for you guys to discover in your own time. But as as a brewery, and let's get on to to the beer that we're discussing. Very much known, and we'll have all drank it in Belgium. I'm sure that the triple, um, the triple is one of the the most important beers that has ever been brewed in in the world. I, I, I think in in the whole kind of yeah that uh, that. J- j- it is Belgian beer. It's exactly what you associate with Belgian beer, 9.5% uh, triple, which they've not tried to claim they're a thousand years old. It's about, you know, it's coming up to a hundred years old in, in about 10 years. Um, I'm not going to try and tech all of your facts, Simon, because I'm sure you have some, but the, the double <laughs> is now, I mean, I bought this from Madness just because it was on, but it is in supermarkets. The, the fact that a beer this fucking good and apologies for the language if, you, if you're not into it but it is a fucking brilliant <laughs> beer that yeah. is available to everyone wherever you are in the uk right now um it's a hell of a beer so um simon facts figures things about this brewery <laughs> i can dive in first just to have a little taste um yeah i mean you've covered a lot of the off i think obviously it started as another monk brewery um Having said that, I did read that there are more outside staff now than monks. So I think the latest roll call, 22 monks are still involved and 40 outside staff. So um, that's that. And then, I mean, I guess just to show what else they do, do do they just brew beer? Uh, No, because they also make milk and cheese. So if you're into beer, milk and cheese, which are three of the greatest things ever made, um, then yeah, I'd recommend checking out. Uh, I'd love to go there one day. Uh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> the glassware in front of us. <sighs> it's making me angry. He's just pouring his fucking thing in his yeah. new fucking glass. And he's... I'm, I'm here drinking out of a Christmas beer. 50 yeah, I'm, not, I'm drinking wine out of a little <laughs> brew dog fucking schooner, and I'm like, this is not even worth it. Uh, Great beer. I mean, I've, actually, I should have poured it just to make Adam a bit angry in the uh, green St. Patrick's Day glass. <laughs> <laughs> just to piss him off a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> un- un- unlike you, I can kick you off this call. Um, <laughs> 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 but... Um, yeah, yeah. I've experiences drink this beer before. I think we've all. I think we've all been to Belgium, but you know, and, and, and drank this probably in. Uh, it it just takes me to that happy time in in belgium and there's so many and i can't wait to get on to see because we will obviously drink shimei and shimei is the beer that i most associate with with belgium because that's what i drank there but this is the, the glassware we can joke about but the glass is a big part of the the theater of belgian beer whether it's delirium uh whether whether it is best man i think it is important but this the fact that this is two quid or 250 down the supermarket now um Oh, it's stunning. So yeah, like, have you have you got good experience of this, Liam? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I lived in I lived in Brussels for a year, um, a few years ago, and it was just that was where my love of Belgian beer sort of just came to the front. And it was West Mallet was one of the first ones I had. And like you said, you can get this for two quid in a supermarket. I don't think people understand the quality of beer that they're seeing on the shelves. I think that's the thing. It's we're we're looking at it like this is top level. Belgian brewing yeah. and you can get this for a couple of quid like you just get 
couple of just some change out your pocket and that's it and it's I've had a lots of Belgian beers and West Malta have just been an absolute staple and unfortunately me and someone haven't had the new one as you probably imagine so we've not mentioned that I've been drinking that all night we're very jealous but the, the double is just absolutely classic Belgian. I am. Um, I'll just point out, mate. I didn't drink it all night. It took ten minutes. It was gone. It was that good. I didn't drink it all night. You know, you know exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's just drinking the double. You just get. It's just classic Belgian taste, isn't it? You just. It takes you there straight away. It, it, it is, and we we talk about um, different hops and different malts and different yeasts, and I, and I kind of try to bring something to there. But I I just want to take what Stephen. Uh, what, well, what Steve talks about on the Beer O'Clock Show and Opinions, it's Belgian-y. Like, and I love that word yeah, and the way in which they describe is, Belgian yeah. beers because it doesn't need to be any more complex than that. It's Belgian yeah. and it's so typically Belgian. And the triple is a delight to drink. Like, it really is. And I'd be... We, we, we should we should maybe do it and do a do a, a size kind of episode because Madness have all three right now. The kind of, the, you know, the, the new one well that yeah. a new one the new bottled one that's available to us in, in England um, the double and the triple and I would love to do them as a, as a trio together um, yeah. as a best Mallow kind of uh, kind of special episode because I mean that that triple is what the, you know, that probably the first time triple was used as, as a term I think when I was reading about it um, yeah. and it's become you know, Belgian beer it's just fucking great like it really yeah. is because you get that residual sweetness, you get the malt profile, you taste every single bit of that malt that's gone into that. Um, you can tell in the the background that they that they brew cheese. No, they probably don't know how you I'm joking. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's, um, for for me, it's more accessible than Chimay as well. Like Chimay is yeah. is a great brewer, and, and I love Chimay Blue. But my God, it wipes me out. Uh, absolutely yeah. kills me off. I've I've got a great memory of. Uh, when I, when I was up in Dora, my uncle came to visit me. My, my uncle is a Guinness drinker and a Guinness drinker only. Uh, one of them kind of guys. <laughs> if we're in a pub and there isn't Guinness, we're not in that pub for long. And yeah. uh, I, I got a bottle of Shimmer Blue and I was in a head of steam in Durham. And it's kind of, you know, that's what you kind of went for when you were 18. She thought you were cool drinking this strong Belgian beer. And, oh, I, I'll have one. And are you sure, Tony? Like, are you sure you want, like, you yeah. want one button? Yeah, I'll have a bottle, I'll have a bottle. Oh, it's a little bottle. What's it going to do to me? And uh, at the same time, uh, Nobby's nuts were kicking about, and Nobby's hot nuts, Jesus Christ, they were hot. And he went, Oh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll have a pack of them as well. So I've got my uncle who normally eats Walker's Ready Solid and drinks Guinness um, on Nobby's yeah. jalapeno nuts and uh, <laughs> I think he regretted that for about a year. Like, I genuinely <laughs> do. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with Leanne and me, me and Leanne has only been together about six months at this point. I think it was the first proper time she was really meeting my uncle and auntie, my godparents and there. My uncle Tony just gets, he's dead on Shimmy, like yeah. absolutely dead on it. And, uh, oh, but anyway, that, that's just a little anecdote for the listeners uh, tonight. This this beer is great. And we, we've talked about... We've talked about the the newborn. You've you've drank what what I deem beer of the year. We've had imperial sours. We've had dippers. We've had uh, mixed firm IPAs, mixed firm sours. But this stuff is timeless. It's it's going back yeah. to the wheat beer stuff that we had with uh, 
oh god I could say it at the start Vian Stefana or whatever it is not <laughs> 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 even close <laughs> it gives it at least they call it Erdinger um, it's, it's, it's timeless and this beer will keep giving what it needs to give in, in the world of beer and you, and you get it and a really good example is when you go in a hard rock cafe across most of kind of Western Europe, they always have Grimbergen on. Like Grimbergen's yeah, another yeah, yeah. good example of a sensational blonde beer. That. Belgians would go, ah, oh, that's all right. That's the commercial beer. That's our Timothy Taylor's. That's our Saltaire. Uh, that's our Fuller's. Uh, to us, that's like amazing. It's great because we don't have yeah. it. Well, I, I yeah. had. I think they talked about it on the Bear Clutch the other week, like Saison Davon or the Avon, or like if you're from down there, like Lost and Grounded's um, Belgian mm. kind of version of, of, of that Saison. It's nowhere near. And that's one of our best yeah. breweries. It's nowhere yeah. near. It really isn't. I've talked a lot there, guys. Uh, you're going to you're gonna have to interject. We've got, no, <laughs> we've got no more features. If anyone's expecting more features, the only feature that we've got now is the uh, spinning of the wheel. Arguably the most exciting feature. Yeah. Of the yeah, which, I, which I think we need to get onto because otherwise we're here for two hours drinking all these leftover beers that I've got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've offloaded a couple to my dad during recording. I've got Dustin the dog coming in a bit. I know Liam knows. And I've, I, need to get, I need to get done before Dustin gets here. <laughs> okay, A to Z next week. If 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 you could have a letter, which letter would it be? If you if you if you could choose for next week, where would you want us to be? I think because you mentioned it earlier, I think C. Yeah, I think C because of cloud water and things like that. I think C would be a good one. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, mean, I, say, like, I could say anything. Shimmer, Cloudwater, and a Camden House would be a uh, pretty, pretty it's not, solid. It's not a bad lineup, is it? Take that. I need to click. I need to click on a. Let's uh, go. go right, Let's hear go. that magic noise. Here we go. <sighs> there it is. But for, for those who are different, I'll let it finish. Uh, for those listening, Simon did the same reaction to me pouring the Vesmala Trappist there, the same orgasmic kind of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a letter Y. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Straight um, off Yonder. Back. Yonder, yep. Yeasty Boys. Yeasty Boys. Oh, what else have we got? Y- yellow Belly. <laughs> the beer um, must be some Yorkshire shit we can talk it's about. gotta be there's Yorkshire there's Yorkshire Yorkshire brewery Yorkshire, uh, Yorkshire hearts down the road isn't it York yeah. fucking York yeah. we, we cannot not talk about York brewery fucking uh, York <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I mean it looks like I'm going to be going to Yemen then so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to Yemen already. Yeah. I can't even think. I mean, there must be some more because well, there we go. We got we got the letter Y. I think we can make the letter Y work. It's, um, it's better than the letter X. Let's be honest. Yeah. Anything anything's better than the letter X, <laughs> which it seems to be destined to give us. Young's Young's is pretty classic. Um, yeah. Yeah, just looking now. 
Jesus. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as, as always, we're, we're going to digress. We're, we're going to keep drinking these beers, I'm sure, for, for, for a bit. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed that. I mean, W, there was so much we could have brought up as well. Like thousands yeah. of which, Witchwood, uh, Whiplash, tons of breweries out there that, that are W. I all forgot out. to mention Witchwood. I can't believe it. I forgot that, to mention Witchwood Brewery. I thought that was going to be your shout out, but uh, I didn't want to mention it. It was even the case where my mate texted me a few days ago saying, you better mention Witchwood in the W podcast. <laughs> I'll, do it, I'll do it. I completely forgot. Completely forgot. That's such a shame this bit gets cut out. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I really enjoyed that one. And whether, whether other people will have got to this point, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, if, if you have it, probably I, I, I don't know whether you guys consume podcasts like I do. I, I stick one on when I go to bed and suddenly like, I wake up and it's like 14 episodes into this podcast. Like, it, <laughs> we're just waking up and hearing our voices. Yes, it is the same episode. Um, we are still on W. <laughs> But uh, so we need to we need to rank the beers. We've not done that, and it's obviously a little bit different for all of us. Um, very different for all of us tonight. But yeah, you know, we started on a oh shit. Um, that I haven't even thought about this. I can't remember. Vn Stafena. Nice. All the way through without even attempting to pronounce that. Yeah, it's shit. Um, then we had one of our own. Then we all drank Wildcard, except me, who had the new Vesmala Extra Blonde, which I've not mentioned much. And then we had another one of our own, and then we all finished on the Vesmala Double. So uh, I went first last week. I think, Simon, it's your turn to go first, I think. How, how are you ranking your five beers today? Wow. Ah, this is the hardest by far, second one. Um, wow. Um, I'd probably put... I'd maybe put Wonder Beyond at the bottom. Just it's not my style of beer. I think Westmud Double. I've had it before. It's great, but it's up against so much competition. So I'm putting that in fourth. The one I can't pronounce in third. Never had it before. Was impressed. Um, Pastor. I think we'll go into second because yeah, I thought that was stunning. Definitely look out for more of their stuff. But because of W Wildcard. The dipper I had from them was outstanding. Sabro, Idaho 7, Brew 1, like all my favourite hops coming together. So, cracking beer. Uh, Wildcard takes it for me. Very good. Um, I'll jump in next and I will... I think I know what might be number one. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's really tough. Cause again, it's how, you, it's how you judge it, isn't it? Like, what, what are you going to drink again and what are you going to go back yeah. to? I think for me tonight, the... Um, the 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 Vian Vian Stefana is probably <laughs> last not not because it's a bad beer at all just because I think I've yeah. I've I've done that and we all know the the other beers I've been drinking tonight mm-hmm. so um, I think after that is that is the Wiper and True Daya collab um, Plan D and then it's tough it's tough you know because like it's a double in third I think just just because of the other two beers and that isn't anything against that beer uh, and then I'm really really torn between the the big Northern Monk collab and um, and Vesmala Extra but I, I think I think I'm going to drink a lot of that Trappist Extra this summer so I'm going to have to put it in first because it's going to be I can't believe I'm saying it I can't believe we've got the genuine opportunity as Brits to have that as a staple in our fridge this summer 
that is a is a genuine honour and privilege to be able to drink this beer in bottles. So, yeah, beat, beat Northern Monkwell second. Um, great beer. I've only had about four sips of it because I wanted to get through to the end of the podcast. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Vesmala Trappist extra first tonight for me. Yeah, um, it's, it's incredibly difficult, this one. I'm go- for last, I'm going to go for the Ella wildcard. Um, not because it's not a bad beer at all in any regard it's just because there's such stiff competition um, then the V and Stepana I've not said that right at all I'm very aware of that so please don't say anything um, again it's a very nice beer um, but just because it's such an easy drink I think it sort of gets its place there um, the Wiper and True Dea mixed firm is third for me Um I'm torn between my bel- my love of Belgian beers and my bo- and just my newfound love of this beer. I'm going to have to go for the Westman second and then the Wylam first for me. That that Wylam Wylam is just, I don't want Wylam like I'm fucking Belgian. That Wylam is <laughs> that Wylam is absolutely sensational. Like I've not had a seven and a half percent beer that has just gone down so easily. It, it, it is the fact it's an IPA. It's not a double IPA. It is an IPA at yeah. 6.4 and it's just... Oh. So that's, yeah, that does it for me. What a set of beers though. What a set of beers across the board with both the ones that we drank as, as a group, the ones that we didn't. Um, so yeah, looking forward to a couple of weeks heading to the letter Y. Um, again, don't forget to do, do follow. You know, we're all on we're all on social media now individually. You, you're on Twitter now, Liam. So you've joined the rabble on Twitter. So follow Simon Sloth if you, if you want to hear Simon's more rounded views than mine, which are very one dimensional at time for a brew pod. Uh, Liam's on. Are you bearded beer underscore reviews? Like what's what's the? Yeah, it's something like that. I mean, if people want to follow me, that's absolutely fine. Like you know what? It's yeah, close enough. <laughs> do post on on Instagram as well, which which I notice. Um, so yeah, but follow. Up, we're, we're never going to create a podcast page for this because it's just three lads drinking beer that we enjoy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do, follow us on social is when you'll you'll find out. Click follow. Um, they've done away with the word subscribe, which is great. So do click follow on the podcast. It does just help us out from our own ego perspective. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for for the letter Y, which I'm really interested in. But yeah. Cheers, gents. Cheers, guys. Cheers.